I wanted to talk a little bit about going to the Orcs Nest this trip, this trip to the UK. I have been to the Orcs Nest once before. And really, in order to talk about the Orcs Nest, I need to take you back to the late 1980s. It would have probably been 1988, maybe 1987, maybe 1989. And I was sitting in Canberra, Australia, in a former friend of mine, I'm sad to say, his house, in his bedroom, looking at a white dwarf, when I saw an ad for the Orcs Nest. Now, I actually own, probably, I'm sad to say, multiple copies of that white dwarf. This was a seminal moment in my life. It was a moment where I realised that the things that I liked about culture and insight and a variety of things, even elements of psychedelia, were all distilled into places like the Orcs Nest. And it was at a time where I was really... I'd already had a background in role-playing games and these kind of things, but I was just looking for defining signals... And for me, having not even seen the orc's nest, just purely the picture of the orc licking his nose, which is their logo, continues to be their logo, this was enough for me to realise that this was a place that I wanted to visit. When we lived in the UK, I think, at the tail end of our time in the UK, which just indicates how long ago it was, we went to the orc's nest in a trip to London. And at the time, I was a little bit underwhelmed. It's a very small store. I'm pretty sure it's in the same location it still is. Pretty sure the location hasn't moved, although I do have some memories around it, which is slightly different, but I think it's because I approached it from one end rather than this time, which I approached it from another end. But I went in. I was amazed with the quality and the quantity of old-school gaming that was packed into the store. I bought an Orcs Nest t-shirt, which is now threadbare, And I just experienced it as a place that was a memorial for the late 1980s. This trip, however, it was high on my list of places that I needed to visit for the main reason that I needed to update my Orcs Nest t-shirt, but also that I needed to pay Hajj, which is a term used when Muslims visit Mecca, they say they pay Hajj. I needed to pay Hajj to the Orcs Nest. I needed to look through the stuff that they had in stock. I needed to get a sense of what the store was. And in particular, because of my relationship to My Rules Are Better and now actually doing audio podcasts associated with all the gaming, be it war, board, role-playing, anyway, all that stuff, the Orcs Nest seemed to be a place that I needed to visit. I allocated about two hours for the Orcs Nest. What happened was I arrived relatively early. I can't recall. Might have been 10 a.m. Might have been a little later. I was meeting a family member for lunch perhaps at one. So it might have been a little later than that. It might have been around 11. Went in and realised that they had miniatures, painted miniatures for sale in the window, which is a favourite thing of mine. But then realised also that they didn't sell figure cases. So I had to go to the games workshop, which is called a Warhammer store, which was about, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes walk away. And when I went into the games workshop, it was a kind of night and day experience. They call it a Warhammer store. I should call it a Warhammer store. On Tottenham Road for folks keeping score. I went in, they immediately identified as Games Workshop stores do, <laughs> that I was a, a slightly older gentleman, or at least slightly older maybe than most of their players, and I was a potential customer for their high-end Forge World sculptures. What I was looking for was figure cases. The figure cases that they sold me, the new Games Workshop figure cases, the small travel figure cases, which I used Goblin Games to chip my miniatures back. 
used here to ship miniatures back are just useless. They have like wavy bits of foam inside them. They don't have delineated squares or delineated cubes that you can put your miniatures in. They have these wavy bits of foam, which means the miniatures hit together and potentially there's a wide variety of damage possibilities that can occur. I mean, this is the real kind of light globe thing for Games Workshop, that if they solve figure cases that don't actually protect figures, then people are going to come back and buy more figures and paint, all this kind of stuff. So after looking through and establishing that they didn't have any of the busts or Forge World items that interested me, which was a long and convoluted process because they refused to actually admit that that was the case, and I had to go through box by box and look at them. I mean, I was potentially in the market to buy one of their Forge World bust things, but it wasn't to be. So I ended up buying two figure cases and then walking the 10 minutes back through London construction to Auxnest. I bought maybe four t-shirts at Orc's Nest with the view that I'd shared some of these t-shirts with my wife. And I also bought, I don't know how many miniatures I ended up buying, quite a few. Combination metal plastic, some larger, bunch of smaller ones, bunch of smaller goblins and stuff. I had the fellow put them in the case and sent the case off back to myself. Actually, just before lunch, I found a mailboxes, etc. place to post it. The current Goblin Games is considerably more up-to-date. It had... You know, War Games Illustrated, all the usual magazines and stuff. It didn't have a lot of Games Workshop related stuff. It was very much an independent store, but it didn't have the level of old school and independent gaming board games in particular that it had when I visited it however many years ago. Let's say it was 2004, just to give it a date. So over these periods, they've obviously tuned their store to be more in line with the current market. And they had a bunch of historical plastics and other things, you know, upstairs. It is a very, very small, cosy store, but it is very well stocked, aside from lack of figure cases, with a variety of different things. And I just felt a real sense that this is the kind of store that I would like to see maintained in London. The the supposed flashiness of the Warhammer store was in stark contrast. And I had a good conversation both with the gentleman who I'm assuming is the owner could have just been the fellow that was there at the time, uh, his assistant, a couple of folks that came into the store. It was an actively conversive turning over store where the fellow paints miniatures and puts them in the window to display. And I just thought this is so much the example that I think these stores should be setting. One of my great frustrations with the San Francisco Bay Area is that there are a lot of stores, but very few of them have the character. In games in Oakland, the owner slash manager does paint miniatures and does put them in a case, but you can't buy them. And it does have a lot of secondhand stuff. I mean, I think Endgames in Oakland is pretty outstanding, particularly through the ebbs and flows. And, you know, I like the Game Castle franchise as well. But these places don't have the legacy and the character and the appreciation that the Orcs Nest has. And to someone who came in specifically to purchase an Orcs Nest t-shirt and see what they had. I had a really nice experience in the Orcs Nest, and it made me feel very disheartened that it's probably going to be maybe a year and a half, maybe two years, who knows. But it's going to be some length of time between now and whenever, when I have the possibility of going back to the Orcs Nest. And my hope is, I mean, this is why I bought miniatures, painted miniatures, in terms of the density of uh, money one can put in and t-shirts. My hope is that the Orcs Nest will remain open for decades, that it will remain as a kind of beacon 
for this kind of independent games tour. And it will serve as a means of reminding folk that back in the late 80s, there was a culture and a set of ideas that could remain through things like the Orc's Nest. 